I want to welcome you to today's podcast. And in this podcast, I'll be bringing you teachings from the Word of God that will bless you and inspire your spirit. And I know for sure that your life will never be the same again when you're done listening. God bless you as you listen. This podcast is sponsored by Check It Shop. Check It Shop, the first Christian anointed clothing brand. Your one-stop shop for high quality and heavily anointed clothing and accessories that will look good on you and most importantly, terrorize the kingdom of darkness. Visit CheckItShop.com. Check It Inside. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I want to welcome you to another podcast where I'll be bringing words and teachings that will inspire you and change your life forever. But before we go on, I'd like us to pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we worship you, we honor you, we adore you. Lord, we ask that you speak to us through your word and by your spirit, and our lives will never remain the same again. For the entrance of your word brings light and understanding. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible says, Great is the mystery of godliness. Hallelujah. Actually, in 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16, It says, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. Hallelujah. It says, great is the mystery of godliness. And it's important for believers to understand that the, the Christian life or the, the principles of the kingdom the divine life, let me put it that way, actually is a mystery. Hallelujah. It's a mystery. And it's not everything that you can comprehend with your human mind. Hallelujah. The human mind is, is not large enough to comprehend fully the things of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The human mind cannot doesn't have the capacity to contain all the revelations of the kingdom. The human mind doesn't have that capacity. Hallelujah. And that's why he tells us in this scripture, he says, great is the mystery of godliness. There are some things that are mysterious. Hallelujah. And we just have to accept it the way it is. Glory to God. There are some people who wonder and say, well, if God created everything, who created God? At what time was God created? Well, it is clear. The Bible says, in the beginning, God created. Hallelujah. He is, if he created in the beginning, it means that was not his beginning. That was the beginning of the world, but it was not his beginning. Hallelujah which means he pre-existed the beginning. He was there. Hallelujah. 
glory to God and he has been there ever since and then some people want to wonder okay in that case so at what point did everything start where did look, look, he has always been and that's why he is God it's a mystery and we have to accept it just the way it is hallelujah glory to God because the word of God says so hallelujah glory to God now uh, another thing is oh, oh Jesus Christ was born of a virgin there are those who say oh no that's not possible how could that be hallelujah that again is another mystery there is a religion that um they, they, they say that oh Jesus Christ could not be born of a virgin it's it's impossible that he could not be born of a virgin because um I mean did, it, did, did, did God sleep with Mary and all that? You know, when people reason that way, it's, it's because they don't understand. There are some things that you just accept because God said it. Hallelujah. Now, guess what? Today, in modern science, it has been proven that it's very possible. There's a system, there's, there's what is called cloning. There's what is called cloning. And actually, a human being can be cloned. A human being can be cloned without the agency of a man. A sheep was cloned. It's, it's now possible. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But the Bible says the Spirit of God, when Mary was asking, how shall this thing be? The Bible says the Spirit of God will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Glory to God. The power of the highest who turn that word into a baby. Glory to Jesus is a mystery. Hallelujah. Now, going back to that scripture in 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16. It says, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. Is a mystery. Hallelujah is a mystery there are things that uh till for me like it will always be a mystery i've had cases where somebody is sick the person is feeling pain in the person's body and then i stretch my hand and i pray for the person in the name of jesus after the prayer maybe the person belches or something sometimes they don't even belch but suddenly they check their body and the pain is gone. How can you explain that? It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Like it's every time I see it, honestly, by the grace of God, I've been privileged to see these things again and again. But every time I see these things, I'm amazed. I'm amazed. Hallelujah. It's a mystery. Glory to God. It's a mystery. Another one is when, you know, you're praying for somebody. You see somebody who is articulate, like mentally stable. All right, fine. Has never had certain problems before. Suddenly, as you begin to pray for the person, something else takes over. And the person begins to say something else. Oh, I am this, I'm that. A negative spirit. Always a negative spirit. And then when they say things, many times what they say is accurate, consistent with scripture. 
on the evil side of course and then when you cast that thing out suddenly the person begins uh your consciousness and they don't even remember the things that were said is a mystery hallelujah is a mystery and it's just so obvious that this world is beyond the physical things that we see there is a realm beyond this world hallelujah glory to god he says without controversy great is the mystery of godliness then he goes on to say god was manifest in the flesh wow wow god was manifest in the flesh you know there are people who say jesus is not god no and then they even say oh there's no way in the bible that claims that jesus is not god well look at it here there are so many places of course so many places but this is one of them he says god was manifest in the flesh brothers and sisters the only time that happened was when jesus was born the bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god john chapter 1 i'm going to come back to this scripture john chapter 1 from verse 1 it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god he's trying to suggest here because he says the, the in the beginning was the word then he says and the word was with god so the word one god one so we went it's like we're talking about two different people the word was with god then he says and the word was god mystery how can one person be more than one and yet be one at the same time hallelujah the bible says there are three that bear witness in heaven the spirit sorry the, the father the word and the spirit and these three are one the father the word and the spirit so they are three distinct beings three distinct and different individuals but they are one it's a mystery it beats the human understanding the human comprehension it beats it how can somebody be three and one at the same time it's a mystery he goes on to say you know for those who say oh no jesus can't be god he says the same was in the beginning with god talking about the word all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made without the word was not anything made that was made in him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shineth in darkness and darkness comprehended it not hallelujah glory to god he's still talking about the word the word is the light of men that light shines in darkness and darkness does not comprehend it 
He goes on to say in verse 6, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for to bear witness. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light. Remember, he says the word is the light of men. So John came to bear witness to the light. He came to bear witness to the word that all men through him might believe. Then he says he was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light. The word, right? The word. Which lighteth every man that cometh into this world, to the world. Then he goes on to talk about, he's still talking about the light now, which is the word. He says he was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not through the human mind they couldn't know him they didn't have the ability to know him so though he was in the world the world was made by him but the world knew him not have you heard those evolution folks trying to tell you what they believe scientifically how man originated came from apes and then it came from whatever whatever from the sea and all that and the way they narrate some of those stories it sounds so real but those things are unproven they are not true hallelujah he says he, he was in the world and the world was made by him but the world didn't know him Hallelujah. But verse 11 says, He came unto His own. Glory to God. There is a differentiation between the people of the Word and the people of the world. Hallelujah. So the world may not know Him, but God expects a group of people to know Him. So He says, He came unto His own, and His own received Him not. Those are the Israelites, the Jews. God wanted to make them like a special nation in the earth. Like he wanted to separate them. He separated them. But they didn't receive him. They didn't accept him. Verse 12. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name as many as received him he gave them power to become so among the children of israel and among the gentiles as many as received him he gave them power to become the sons of god i dare put i include sons and daughters of god hallelujah glory to god you know, because, see, one of the reasons why he tells us um, as many as receive, because most people don't comprehend this reality. They don't get it. Hallelujah. There are some people, you go and ask them, for example, are you born again? Like, born, born what? Like, they don't, they don't even understand the concept. They don't, they don't get it because their human mind can't get it. Remember in the book of John chapter 3 where uh, a Jewish ruler, a religious leader called Nicodemus 
went to Jesus at night and said, oh wow. He said, Lord, you definitely are a teacher, Rabbi. You're a teacher sent from God. For no man can do these things that you do except God is with him. He was fascinated by the miracles of Jesus. And Jesus said, very, very, I say unto you, except a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And the guy was confused. Born again, like how? Am I going to go into my mother's womb again and come out a second time? He couldn't understand it because the human mind cannot comprehend spiritual things like that. Hallelujah. But as many as have been exposed to understand, to comprehend, and to accept the concept of salvation through Jesus Christ, he said to them, he gave the power to become the sons of God, to become the children of God. Hallelujah. And then in this scripture, he goes on to explain further. In verse 13, he says, which were born not of blood because everyone coming to this world is born of blood not of the will of the flesh it's a fleshly desire people are born into this world by the will of the flesh two people make a decision it's not by accident no one no woman was just walking and suddenly rain fell from the sky and she became pregnant no Two people decided to meet, to become intimate. Hallelujah. So, but he said, this one is different from that kind of conception. He says, not of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man. It's got nothing to do with man's will. He says, but of God. Being born of God is a new birth, different from the human birth. It's a spiritual birth. Your spirit man, your innermost being, that person on the inside is born again. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And then in verse 14, he tells us, he says, and the word was made flesh. And I think a better rendering is, and the word became flesh. Hallelujah. And dwelt among us. You know, you know, this is old English. So a better way of saying it will be, and the word of God became human. Glory to God became human. And that's no other person than the person of Jesus. Because he is the word of God that became flesh and dwelt amongst us. He lived in this earth. And that is the scripture that we read in 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, where he says that God manifested himself in the flesh. He, he came in bodily form. He lived amongst men. I know that there are so many people that have been called gods. If you go to India, they probably have a lot of people. If somebody has some kind of strange disability, and looks like some kind of animal do say is a god and they begin to worship that person and they worship all kind of things over there hallelujah but this is different this is different glory to god and i'll tell you why it is different but it says and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us 
and we beheld his glory. We saw his glory. Hallelujah. We beheld his glory. This is John the disciple. Hallelujah. He's telling you, we beheld his glory. What do you mean by we beheld his glory? If you read John chapter 2 and verse 11, he says, This first miracle did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory. Hallelujah. Before his disciples and they believed him. So when John is saying we beheld his glory, we saw the miraculous power of God in demonstration in his life. Hallelujah. So he says we beheld his glory. We saw the miracles of God. We saw the power of God in his life. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Jesus, the Son of God. Jesus, the Word that became flesh, dwelt amongst men. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Isn't that amazing? The one who created the world, he came and lived amongst men. As a man, he lived. Hallelujah. The thought of it alone is just amazing. Where God had to come in bodily form. He came in flesh to save mankind. Amazing. Hallelujah. Let's go back to that first Timothy scripture. First Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16. It says, and without controversy, Great is the mystery of godliness. Like I said earlier, it's a mystery. God was manifest in the flesh, in the person of Jesus. Then he says, justified in the spirit because of the battles that he fought. After his death, he went into the lower regions. He says, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He said it was seen by angels, and I've explained this before. Before now, no angel had seen the Father. They had never seen the Father. The Bible says he dwells in the light which no man can approach unto. So they had not seen him in person. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He was always, if he was moving, it was by the Spirit. But they had not beheld the Father. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. But Jesus, when he came, glory to God. The Bible says he came in flesh, in bodily form, and the angels saw him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The angels saw him. And he did this, all these things. And the Bible says he's a mystery. Why is Jesus different from all the other people that claim their deity? Book of Romans. 
Romans chapter 1 and verse 4. Now watch this. This is what makes Jesus different from all the other people that have come before him and have claimed to be deity. Look at this. It says, and declared to be the Son of God. Jesus was declared to be the Son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. That one was what made him different from all the rest. Oh, I tell you, God is... I wanted to say God is wise, but he's more than his wisdom personified. Glory to God. Jesus was born on earth. And the way God did it, it was not silent. His birth was announced in the sky to the extent that men came all the way from the east to come and worship him. To the extent that at his birth, even Herod, who was the king, got to hear about his birth. So he was not born in silence. It was announced when he was born. There were shepherds who were out there in the fields minding their business. And the Bible says an angel, the angel of the Lord came down and announced to them. And angels filled the whole place announcing the birth of Jesus. So his birth was not in silence. And then from time to time, he would perform miracles. He would do things in public eye. People saw. They couldn't deny his existence. He was there. Hallelujah. And he was known. He was raised up like a normal child. They knew him. Because God knows that the devil is cunning. He can And he's a liar. And he can come one day and say, well, Jesus never existed. He never existed. No, he did. People knew him. He was known in his day. Hallelujah. And he went about doing good as the Bible says, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. And then the devil came up with a plan to kill him. If we can only kill him, this whole thing will stop. He will stop um, teaching the people. He will stop casting out demons and doing all those things. And they came up with a plan to silence him up by killing him. Oh, glory to Jesus. The Bible says, had the princes of this world known, they would not have crucified the prince of glory, the Lord of glory. They wouldn't have. But they went on to do it. And the Bible says, on the third day he was raised from the dead by the glory of God the Father and after a number of days he ascended right up into heaven being the first and the only person to have died and was raised from the dead never to die again that is where Jesus beat all of them all the other people before him that have come to claim deity, to claim that they were something special, when they died, it was over. They died and they were buried and it was over. 
Glory to Jesus. But Jesus died and he went down to the lower regions. The Bible says he defeated the devil and he took the keys of hell and of death. He conquered the grave and he arose, the conquering lion of the tribe of Judah, the king of kings, the Lord of lords. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That is where Jesus beats them all. Because he is the only one whose tomb is empty. If you go to the tomb where he was laid, you are going to see that sign. You will say he is not here. He is risen as he said. Glory, 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 glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this, the resurrection of Jesus gives us hope. If he was raised from the dead never to die again, then everything he said was true. Everything he said was true. And we can believe him. Glory to God. We can believe him. We can stick our lives on his word. Because what he said was true. He told them, he said, destroy this temple and after three days, I'm going to raise it up again. Hallelujah. Just like it happened with Jonah, how that Jonah was three days in the belly of the fish and he came out after three days. Glory to Jesus. Jesus came out of the grave victorious. Hallelujah. And that's why there's no need for you as a child of God to be afraid. There's no need for you as a child of God to be afraid. Because Jesus has gone. See, the worst fear, the greatest fear is the fear of death. That's the greatest fear. And why are people afraid of death? Because that is, that is an unknown realm to the human senses. People don't really know what happens when this life is over. Science has no clue. The best they can do is to speculate. But they don't know. Hallelujah. But guess what? Jesus has been there. Hallelujah. He has been there. It was not what you call a near-death experience. In the case of Jesus, it was not a near-death experience. It was a death. He died. And he came back to, to this world, came back to life. Having a new body, a glorious body, the first to ever have that. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus, the first to ever have it. And one day, see, as me, that's why he said, to as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Anyone that receives him, anyone that believes in him, that power to become the son of God is also released to them. Which means one day we are going to put down this body and we are going to take up the glorious body just like what he has today. Glory to God. Only Jesus, only Jesus could guarantee that. Hallelujah. And that is why today, 
at the mention of the name of Jesus, demons tremble, demons bow. Glory to God. At the mention of the name of Jesus, demons bow. They have no option. Hallelujah. Because when he went to hell, he defeated the, the prince of hell. Apollyon, Abaddon, as it's called in Hebrew. He defeated him. Glory to God. And he came out victorious. And today, all the demons at the mention of the name of Jesus, the Bible says every knee should bow of things in heaven, of things on earth, and of things under the earth. And every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus is God. He is. And the truth is that that is what you need to believe to be saved. If you go to the book of Romans chapter 10, And I'm reading from verse 9. Romans chapter 10, verse 9. It says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. Confess the Lord Jesus. You know, there are so many people have explained this before. There are some people who want to pray this, what you call it, what they call the sinner's prayer, the prayer of salvation. And they will tell them, say, begin to confess your sins. Or they tell them um, to repeat after them and they say, oh, I confess all my sins. And I said it's scripturally wrong. They, they got that thing from this verse of scripture because of the word confess that was used here. But that's not what this word, this is, it was used, it's old English. The way we use the word confess today is not what it, how it was used here. The Greek word is homologio. And that means to say the same thing in consent. Like to agree with somebody. For example, if I say I am, I am blessed, and say, yes, you are blessed. That's the confession. I'm agreeing with what you are saying. Homologio. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Agreeing with somebody. That's the word confess here. So he says, if thou shalt confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. What does it mean? If you shall confess, if you shall agree with God that Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is God. If you will confess it. Because when you're saying Lord, you are saying my owner, my master, my Lord, my God. If you will confess it with your mouth, you are declaring that you believe that Jesus is co-equal with the Father. Jesus is the word that became flesh. That's what you are saying you believe. That's what you need to confess, not your sin. 
but the Lord Jesus. You are not to confess your sin. You are to confess the Lord Jesus. You are to confess that Jesus is Lord of your life. He is your Lord. He is your God. He is your Savior. He is your Master. If you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and then he says, and shall believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead. You see, he says, thou shalt be saved, which means the, the resurrection of Jesus, you see, that is the key, the resurrection of Jesus. Because without the resurrection of Jesus, we have no hope. He would have been the same with every other one who came and claimed to be, to be deity, to be God. He would have been the same without the resurrection. The founders of all the religions that you have there, when they did and did and did all the things that they did, at some point they died. But not Jesus. Oh, glory to God, not Jesus. So if you believe with your heart, that Jesus is Lord. You believe with your, your heart, you confess with your mouth, you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. You are saved. Hallelujah. You are saved. That's the concept of salvation. Once you do that, then there is a transformation inside of you. Your human life will become supplanted with divine life. Do you understand? Your mind might still be the same. Your body might still be the same. But your spirit man is changed. Something happens on the inside. That too is a mystery. A transformation takes place instantly. Hallelujah. The moment you believe. And so what does he say? What does he say about your mind? He says, renew your mind. Now that you are born again, you have to renew your mind. How do you renew your mind? Through the intake of God's word. You renew your mind. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. But God wants you to believe that Jesus Christ is both Lord and God. Hallelujah. He is the word that became the flesh. He is God that was manifest in the flesh, as the Bible says. Glory to God. And if you believe that and you declare it, Jesus is Lord, Jesus is God, then you are saved. Then heaven is your destination. Because that's what you need. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Right now, I want you to make this confession right now. I want you to say, Jesus is Lord of my life. Jesus is God. Yes, he is. He is. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And I want you to say one more thing. Say, I am saved. Because I believe that Jesus is God. Hallelujah. You believe that? If you declare that, believing in your heart, you are definitely saved.
hallelujah and heaven is your destination you are on your way to heaven hallelujah glory 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 to god hallelujah i want you from today pay more attention to the word of god and make confessions according to the word of god make declarations according to the word of god hallelujah jesus is lord and he is god hallelujah praise god hallelujah i'm sure you've learned something today glory to jesus hallelujah let us pray father we thank you for your word that you brought to us reminding us of the gift that you gave to the world in the person of your son jesus christ lord god we thank you because we are those that have been selected to have the revelation of the deity of jesus lord we thank you because we will never forget that jesus died for our sins and he was raised from the dead for our justification giving us hope that this christian life that we have been called to live this way that you've brought us in is the assured way the guaranteed way and that we have not made a mistake for this we are grateful thank you for the assurance thank you for giving us the holy spirit to remind us of who we are in you we are grateful father for this we thank you blessed be your name father in jesus name we pray amen hallelujah glory to god hallelujah you know this message is really important it's very important because it reminds you of why you are doing this christianity thing in the first place because you are assured that you're not just wasting your time there is a heaven to gain and of course there is a hell to shun or to abstain from hallelujah so I'm sure you've learned something vital today. And I'm going to bring you words again, words and teachings that will inform, inspire you and change your life forever. But until I come to you again, keep living in the atmosphere of God's word, God's worship and God's miracles. God bless you. Bye-bye. Join the man of God, Pastor Isaac Samuel II, for further deeper analysis of the Word of God and mind-blowing miracles during the Check It Church weekly services. On Sunday, we've got the Super Sunday service starting at 10 a.m. CST. Wednesday is a midweek Bible study at 6 p.m. CST. Then Friday is a prayer meeting also starting at 6 p.m. CST. We hope to see you there.